This podcast is all about giving back. No strings attached, no funny business, no get-rich-quick schemes, but simply to provide some of mine and our amazing co-hosts their wisdom, stories, and hopefully some valuable insights. Together, we have the ability to grow, sustain, and provide a healthy work-life balance for all the cleaners and restorers. As this is totally free, please subscribe, write a review, and share this podcast today. Now onto the show. Hey everyone, welcome to this special edition of this uh, podcast, season three. I've got Sean from America. So <laughs> you come a long way, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe I've come a long way. <laughs> you came a long way. You did so, the hard part. Um, anyway, so I caught up with Sean. I think it was about a month ago. I think I reached out. So I'm coming over and I guess the idea was to talk about the social media side. Um, a lot of people, I guess my age, don't understand it. Hmm. Um, you seem to be doing very well. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank you. Overnight success, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eight years in the making. A lot of years. Yeah. Ten years. Ten almost. years. Yeah. Anyway, so I reached out to Sean. Um, glad you got back to me. And I guess I suppose this is about, uh, for our listeners, just uh, a little bit of a background on how it works, positive, negatives, drawbacks, what you got out of it, what you've learned. Yeah. So I, I guess a, a brief overview. I have to admit, my email was not from me originally. So my niece was at the time was monitoring it. Right. And she she goes through them because we get so many. And then she kind of brings the good stuff to me. And then we can go from there. Right. So it gets rid of all the, the stuff that's just nonsense and waste of time. And then she brings stuff. So she brought it to me. She said, hey, this guy, he does a podcast. He's from Australia. He's coming to the States. And uh, he wants to know if you're interested in doing a podcast about business. He's not in lawn care landscaping. So right there, that intrigued me. Right. Because every day, all day long, that's all I talk about. Right. So I'm talking about something different. Uh, it was intriguing. So I, I told her, I said, yeah, email him back. Tell him, you know, let us know if, to make sure you're for sure coming. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say things and then they don't follow through. Uh, so and then a couple of weeks later, you said, yeah, you are coming. You gave a date, a time. Yeah. And I said, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and just set it up. And then uh, in the last week or so, I started responding to you directly. Right. But yeah, well, you got people. Yeah. Well, I, I got a couple of girls to monitor my wife and my niece. Uh, my niece helps out a lot with that. Yeah. But uh, it just helps take the time because time is so precious yeah. where I'm not just filtering through a thousand emails a day. Uh, I need to just stick to the business stuff, the social media stuff, and uh, make sure we're getting as much done and as much accomplished as we possibly can. But uh, with the social media side of things, kicked it off in 2013. I'll give you, try to give a brief overview. Uh, this is my short story long or my long story short. We'll see how it goes. So 2013, I'm, I'm watching YouTube and there was a couple guys push mowing lawns for like 25 bucks a piece. And they, had, they were happy. The one gentleman, Greg, uh, he had a couple daughters, you know, he was going through some personal stuff. I won't go into all that, but, uh, you know, he was evolving his life and just living and building the life that he could. And I was like, you know what, I'm two years into my business here, uh, you know, maybe a year and a half, you know, I'm, I'm at the growing point of starting this business still. I mean, push mower really didn't have good equipment, you know, but I had what I could afford. Yeah. And uh, I was deemed what our industry deems a chuck in a truck. That's what they call us. So that's what I was starting out. And uh, I just reinvested money as I made it. And I decided to put it onto YouTube and show the ups, downs, and everything in between. And uh, just figured people would resonate with it. And they did. Yeah. They really resonated with it. And uh, 
it kind of grew. It took the industry on social media for the green industry uh, quite a few years to catch up to it, you know, but once they did roughly about 2016, it started to really pick up 2018. It kind of took off for us personally. Uh, and then, you know, we do daily vlogging now. So we're not just a lawn care channel. We're not just landscaping or snow removal. We also have storage facilities. Now we show, we do uh, a daily vlog, I guess you could say of everything going on in our life. So yeah. I'm going to record here in a minute, just a little bit of this. Hey, me and Phil sitting here doing a podcast. And it just brings the audience into our daily activities yeah. as landscapers, lawn care professionals, husband and wife, mom and dad, you know, all of that. So that's kind of a short brief overview. Um, and I guess that's how I found you as well. Yep. So I've only been watching you now for, I don't know, maybe eight, nine months, I suppose. Yep. Sort of um, same thing. I was watching a few guys from uh, Australia push lawns, well, push mowers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, came across you. So... And I guess that's what this is about. This little podcast is about, it's not overnight. It doesn't happen straight away. There's Absolutely. a lot of time and effort. And I think people don't realise too that uh, it's almost like a second job. 100%. So, yeah. What time do you get up in the morning? What time do you get to bed? <laughs> so I run it pretty regiment. I have a very strict schedule because if I don't stick to the schedule, I get thrown off and then things don't get done or I yeah. don't get accomplished and I don't want to waste time or any of the day. So 6 a.m. I get up. Typically our kids are dressed, you know, ready to go to school. They're both gone by 8 a.m. We head out the door to go to work. We'll most time be done by about 4 p.m. just because I know I'm gonna need three hours to edit, upload, and then I try to get the video out by 7 p.m. to 7.30 at the latest. If I go past 7.30, it was either uh, something got thrown off in the process. So son stayed extra for baseball practice. Uh, you know, it got we got a storm, it got caught in traffic, something like that. So I keep it very regimented and on a time schedule because that's just how my life works. Yeah. And then after I get it uploaded at seven o'clock, it's a couple hours of family time, maybe do some chit chatting back and forth with our subscribers, answering questions and concerns. And then nine o'clock is my time. That's where I like to go in and get at least a half an hour workout, get on the treadmill, burn off some of that stress of the day, just shred it, get a nice shower, spend time with the wife, fall asleep, do billing, estimating, whatever, late at night. So typically yeah. finish up 1 a.m. roughly. It's a big day. It is. <laughs> and it's every day. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So why I reached out, um, some of our viewers will have an idea on how social media works. I have absolutely no idea. But I guess the thing that I want to try and get across is it's never too late to start. Absolutely. How do you get started? What is the process? What's, I suppose, chucking a truck? No, I suppose I no. So we can speak. We can speak to a broader audience here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we can speak to everyone because not everyone is into cleaning. Not everybody's Absolutely. into landscaping, yeah. snow removal, that. But whatever you're into, you can do a social media platform, whether that's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you name it. There's a dime a dozen. Everybody can find their round. Right. TikTok right now is more geared towards like the younger crowd. But the older crowd is also transitioning over to that as well because they have value. There's value in everyone. You know, if you ever sit down with an older gentleman or older woman, their knowledge is just through the roof. Yeah. So anytime I get a chance to speak with them, I shut up and I just listen because they've been through things that we'll never be through. But then I've been through things that my kids have never been through. Yeah. Hence a pandemic, you know, 9-11, any of that stuff, you know, uh, recession. Uh, so you can share knowledge with everybody, but there's little communities of everyone 
on the internet. And you just have to find those communities. And then if you want to get involved, you can add to that. You know, you can try to bring something new to that, bring value to it. If you can solve problems, you're going to have an audience. You yeah. know, everybody's all about doing, you know, things easier and better. But simply all you need is right here, a cell phone. That's all you need to get started. And it doesn't have to be this one specifically. I shoot plenty of videos for the first probably four years of YouTube. All I ever used was my cell phone. Okay. And then I got sick and tired of hitting it with little rocks and chipping it, trimming uh, and destroying my nice new phone. So then I transitioned to a, a GoPro. And uh, I shared with you earlier at breakfast, you know, I've ran this over with a lawnmower. I typically destroy about $3,000 worth of GoPros a year. Uh, just hitting them with the mower, rocks hitting them and shattering. They have lens kits that go on these. So I recommend you for yours, get okay. that little lens kit. It's cheap, 11 bucks for both lenses. I break them every single day. So I buy them in multi-packs, <laughs> but it saves the glass. Right. Just like a screen protector on your cell phone, yeah, yeah. but it goes on the front of here. Uh, so this is kind of like an upgrade. Uh, for a while, we went to really expensive cameras like uh, Canon, uh, uh, what were they called? T7Is, I believe they were called, and XD, uh, 90R. I don't even remember what the heck they were called now, but we went to these big, expensive cameras. Yeah. But it was trendy. It was what vloggers were doing yeah. and social media folks were doing. And then I just completely got away from it. I'm like, I'm tired of carrying this dumb big camera around. It was just dumb. And my last one, my uh, 70i, I think it was, whatever, I dropped it off my salt spreader and watched it literally in slow motion hit the ground and just go into a thousand pieces at 2 a.m. on a salt run. And that, after that, I that vowed it. I'm never spending that kind of money on a setup again. So these I can put together for five, 600 bucks with the mod kit, clip all of that versus 3000 yeah. plus for a Canon. Uh, but yeah, all you need is a cell phone to get started. And whatever your niche is, whether that's lawn care, whether that's cleaning, uh, whatever you're into, a lot of people are into makeup. Women are into makeup, yeah. so they do makeup tutorials. Cleaning's a huge one, just like uh, little satisfying videos, cleaning up your bedrooms. There's millionaires, uh, teenagers just cleaning up their bedrooms every day. And, you know, because there's teen audiences and kids that want to see that. Uh, so just whatever you're into, you just got to get started, man. Download yeah. the YouTube app, make some horrible videos. You're going to, you're going to make mistakes, but like anything, if you're committed to it, you're just going to learn you're going to keep learning. Yeah. You're going to watch more content. You're going to speak with other people and you're going to get better at it makes sense doesn't it yeah what about the software for editing uh there's a ton of them if i'm on the computer i like using iMovie okay if i'm on a cell phone i'll use one called power director it does cost money a month uh so it really just depends on what you i, I guess your editing platform so a lot of times i'm editing at a softball game uh practice hitting pitching because my kids have very uh active lifestyles and we choose that we want them to be healthy yeah. and active so we have to put our schedule around them in the afternoons and that's typically my editing time uh if i'm at if i'm at home i'll just hop on the computer at my desk pull it up on the the macbook iMovie go to town editing i'm way quicker on that right. but if i'm out and about i'll just pull it up on the cell phone yeah. transfer files from the gopro directly to the cell phone and uh go from there so one of the things uh, we sort of touched on was music in the background. Mm. Um, how does that affect, because you can only play so much music or something, or how does it work? What's the idea with the music? So there's a misconception about that. A lot of people think you can get away with playing three seconds, five seconds, 10 seconds. If the music is copyrighted, it's copyrighted. Right. It doesn't matter if you use a second of it. If they want to hit you for that copyright, 
they can take all the rights to your, your video. So if you do that and they hit you for a copyright, they're, they're now taking whatever money you would make from the views or monetization or ad. Now they get it okay. because it's their content because you used it. Right. Now there are example or uh, instances where you can file to use that music copyright free. There are copyright free music on the internet that you can use. But the thing is, is with those is over time, they might end up selling that to another company. Okay. Well, then that company might implement a copyright on it. So therefore now you're obligated to pay them for that copyright fee. So yeah. we get, we get hit all the time for older videos that we use music on, but then YouTube is good enough as well, where they'll give you the option where you can leave it like that and they'll get all the proceeds from your video. If it doesn't really matter to you, or you can go in and choose to replace the song okay. using YouTube's library music. Now this stuff is corny. It's very old school, very animated, but it at least gives you that option rather than getting a strike. So YouTube, yeah. if you get three strikes, you're out. Your YouTube channel's gone. How long? Ever. Oh. I, or however long they, I don't know. I've okay. never crossed that. Uh, but from the way I understand it, it's gone. Right. And you don't want three strikes. So you can get strikes from, uh, say somebody says you copyrighted something from them and you go on there and you want to fight it because you know it's yours. Well, if you don't know 100% it's yours and you fight that and they win, you get a strike automatically because YouTube now has to put a lot of people in place, cost them money and stuff like that. Right. So you better be 100% sure before you go trying to claim that a copyright's not true or not. Okay. Uh, but with music, uh, say you're like at a gas station and you're recording and there's music in the background, as long as you're talking over it and not just letting the music play okay. and, and you know, grabbing the attention from the music, they can't hit you for a copyright for that most of the time. Right. Uh, but yeah, uh, some of the stuff I was sharing with you, just looking and analyzing some of your content yeah. is you, you did a really good video showing your shop and showing trucks and stuff like that, but you had music playing in it. And the music to me was annoying because I wanted to hear what you had to say. Right. So that's what I shared with them. I said, you know, get rid of that music or make it so low that you can just barely hear it in the background, kind of like elevator music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I want to hear what you have to say because that's where the value is coming from. Yeah. So I guess bringing this back to the cleaning industry, guys, and again, Sean's from Lawn Care. It, it doesn't matter to me where I get the information from. It's the information is all the same. It's generic. Yep. Um, but it's the intricacies that go into that that make it different, which make you successful opposed to the next person. Just like cleaning guys, you know, that 1% more that you put in will show in the end. So um, the other thing I want to bring up is um, after you've edited it, you've done all your posting it to these social media pages. Yep. The process of doing that, um, it's put you put it out at 7, 7.30. Does it go live right then or does it schedule? Or? So, yeah, I typically will schedule them uh, because most time I get done with my editing in about 6, 6.30. So I don't want to be sitting there waiting for seven o'clock to come around right. and like seven o'clock. Okay. Now I make it live. Okay. So I'll just schedule it for that date, that time. Yep. And you can do this for whatever. A lot of YouTubers, you want to call them or social media folks, they'll only record three days a week, but they'll record in those three days enough to make their content for the entire week if they choose. Okay. Or they might only do three videos that week, but then they'll have an editor come in. I still edit all of our stuff personally, just because I feel like there's a wholesomeness to it. Okay. I don't want somebody else to try to take that away if I hire them. story too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I can I can put out what we want to our audience and uh, make sure it's exactly what we want. I don't have to hire an editor, have the editor edit it, and then me go back through and have to watch it anyways, just yeah. to make sure it's our kind of content. 
Uh, but yeah, just it, it really just depends on what you personally want. And have you found um, through the analytics, it's 7, 7.30, is that the time that most people know? Yeah. What, what time does people sort of jump so, on and start looking? So for our community, the lawn care landscaping is typically about 3 p.m., but now that changes too. So whether school's in or it's summertime, uh, has a big, big thing to do with that. Right. Uh, what time of the year it is, is football or basketball popular, baseball, because like Super Bowl Sunday, you don't want to put a video out on Super Bowl Sunday because 99% of the world in the United States is watching Super Bowl Sunday. Right. Maybe a little bit lower. I don't know. But you're, it's going to be very hard to compete with them. So if you were going to, I would say, hey, if Super Bowl starts at 8 p.m., put your video out that morning because then you have all day long. You don't want to put it out at 8 p.m. and try to compete with Super Bowl. Right. This would be done. Okay. But uh, so you go into your analytics on your, your channel and you find out what's best time for your audience. So our best time typically is about 3 to 4 p.m. I just can't do that because we're still working at yeah. these times every day. So I just put it out at the time that works for me, 7 o'clock, 7.30. And our audience knows that and they expect that. So then they return at that time. So they might be watching other stuff. But if it hits 7 o'clock, 7.30, boom, they know Spencer's video just dropped. So then they're trucking it back over there, right. which we appreciate and we love that. Yeah. And and they'll tell you that. Pay attention to your comments. You know, yeah. hey, I just clicked out of such and such live to come watch your video. I knew it was coming live. Yeah. And that's what they say. Oh, I turned off my TV show or I stopped doing my homework. You know, we don't recommend that, kids, but we appreciate it. Uh, so that's another thing as well. We have audiences across the board, like you in Australia. Yeah. The time frame for us, you know, when we release a video is typically, I believe, really late or early morning for you guys. Yeah, very early. So it's it's a good time for you you guys to catch it early in the morning when you're drinking your coffee, whatever, kind of get you started for the yeah. day. Kind of like the morning news. So we're not going to go into monetary. There's money to be made on social media. Absolutely. What I want to know is um, since you've been doing it, the benefits, the pitfalls, the highs, the lows, any of those stories that sort of resonate, reach out to you. When you first started it, no one really knew, I suppose your numbers weren't up, opposed to now. What, what's some of the biggest changes you've noticed? Yeah, so uh, I guess the, the craziest part of it is just being noticed in public right. or like on a job site or whatever, people swing in. There are drawbacks. There's great and there's bad as well. People showing up at your house, uh, you know, that. If I'm home, it's not a big deal, but sometimes the kids will be there, the babysitter, and that freaks them out because they don't know this lifestyle as much. Right. Uh, so there are drawbacks to everything, you know, people sending bad stuff, people sending great stuff as well. You know, like I would have never met you if I didn't have that's the right. channel. Uh, you're from Australia. I'm from Ohio. So, <laughs> but that's the power of social media. Yeah. I mean, you can connect around the world, you know, kind of like LinkedIn, you know, you go on there and you see people's profiles and you're like, you know, I can have a discussion with a, a neurosurgeon or something. I can't have that every day yeah. in my lifestyle. You know, most people in my area, they're not neurosurgeons or, you know, whatever. You can send a message. So it's social media is so powerful in and of itself. But you also have to watch it and monetize, monitor it as well, because there is a different side of it. So there's that one little bad percent, like anything, can ruin it for a lot of different people. Yeah. So just staying on top of that, filtering it out. We have a guy named Jeff that he filters a lot of our stuff, uh, threats, anything like that, that come our way. Yeah. And believe it or not, we've had our life threatened, you know, 
backpack blowers. For some reason, people don't like backpack blowers because they're big and they're loud and they blow a lot of wind. I get more death threats over that than anything, you know, and, and I'm not kidding, not kidding. So uh, they take care of that. Most of the time, it's just somebody upset, you know, blabbing off at the mouth, you know, uh, but it, it is what it is. As long as you're following through and keeping yeah. track of it. It's something you have to look out for, guys. That's uh, Absolutely. You're saying, yeah. Look yeah. at the good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, you know, obviously, everybody likes money. Monetization side, of it. I won't go too far into no. details, but there is money to be made. And money to be made in different aspects, whether that's just from a view on YouTube, uh, like it's I think one to three cents per thousand views. Okay. That's what YouTube will pay you per monetization views. Uh, that can change as well with your I think it's called CPM or whatever. So it's click per million. Okay. Uh, so that can change. Uh, so with that being said, there's also ads. You know, you can put ads onto the channel directly. So say GoPro reaches out to me via email and says, hey, we want to now become a sponsor of you to use our GoPro cameras. All we're asking for is a 30-second integration ad. So it's just like you're watching TV. So yeah. if you're watching the normal, whether that's the news, a football game, whatever you're watching, and then an ad pops up for, uh, say, a razor for shaving yeah. your, your face, uh, that's an ad. And that company makes money from it. That's how they do it. So same thing with us. Hi, you know, I'm Spencer Lawn Care. We've been using GoPro now for seven years. Love it. Works awesome. 30 second ad. They'll pay us X amount of dollars if we wanted to. GoPro. <laughs> I would love a GoPro <laughs> ad because I spend a lot of money on these every year. Uh, but no, we turn away far more than we work with. Right. And that's just because we want to be genuine. We're not just doing this for the dollar. Trust me, I turn away hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year for just little things. You yeah. know, it could be razors it could be shaving cream well, cologne shaving ones like a wine yeah wine wine's <laughs> very popular yeah. uh gary v reach out to me i'll produce i'll, I'll, I'll share your wine <laughs> gary v's only one though <laughs> but we don't drink anymore so it's uh it's unique yeah. but there is opportunity in everything you know there's programs there's uh you know just placement ads on your video uh there's sponsorships as well yeah. so like I could be my own sponsor. Spencer Lawn Care sponsored this video. And I can actually pay myself for ad revenue via that way through the business from Spencer Lawn Care to Spencer Media, because that's our media. And we can go through that whole realm if we wanted to. Wow. Uh, so it's kind of just like our storage facility that we own. We rent from Spencer Lawn Care to Spencer Storage Solutions. Yep. So we have to pay them every month and then it's <laughs> wrote off, you know, but it's the way to do it legally. Okay. Yep. Great information. So yeah, there's so much. Yeah. Again, look, one of the questions I first asked you yesterday was, how did you learn? And you answered by on the job. Yeah. But how did you learn? So a lot of mistakes. Yeah. You know, some it's just like starting a business. If you don't have a mentor or somebody guiding you along mm -hmm. or, uh, you know, YouTube now is so popular with teaching folks and the platform there to help folks. Yeah. Uh, that wasn't always there. So back when I was first getting started, there really wasn't anybody teaching lawn care business, you know, the insights, the ins and outs, yeah. the do's and the don'ts. Uh, and then it's very geologically, uh, you know, targeted, I guess you could say. Uh, down south, it's not going to be the same market as it is up here. Out west, it's not going to be the same. Up in Canada, it's not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. You know, over in your country, it's not going to be the same. So it's finding a, a, a niche for your area to be very specific and then honing that into your area as well. Yeah. Cause pricing is different chemicals. If you apply chemicals are different, 
uh, seeds, you know, all of that, grass right. types, everything. It's different. The yeah. way certain machines cut versus the south versus up here, yeah. way different. So, you know, I can come on my channel and say, hey, this mower doesn't cut good in our area, but it could be really popular down in Florida because the grass types are different, soils are different, yeah. and it just does better down there compared to our tall fescue. Okay. So yeah, it's it's just crazy out there. It's it's a crazy world on social media. Well, thank you, Sean. Thank you. That's what I wanted to bring everybody. Just the idea of uh, opening up, whether it's a new channel or whatever it is for you guys, um, social media. I think you should uh, start getting on it. So yeah, I'll leave you with one tip. Kind of like Nike says, just do it. Yeah. And mistakes are going to happen. And it's all just about staying the course, you know. You just gotta trial and tribulations and learn from the mistakes. Yeah. And, hey, just think of it as like another business. You're learning it. You're starting it up. You're nurturing it. You got to grow it. Um, fantastic. So, yeah. Thank you, you very much. Yeah. Thank Absolutely. you. Sean. Thank you. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. The Professional Carpet Cleaners and Restorers podcast expressively disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast.